0: All right, I'm ready to go ahead and get in the message. This is a standalone message, and uh, it's been on my heart. It's been blessing me this week, so hopefully it does the same for you. Looking at Psalms 103, one of those psalms that really I just, I just love it. Every time I read it, and I'm blessed. It starts out, well, uh, verse 1, it says, Praise the Lord, my soul, all my inmost being. Praise his holy name. Praise the Lord, my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Who forgives all your sins. Now, that's enough right there just to have church about it. And heals all your diseases. Who redeems your life from the pit and crowns you with love and compassion. satisfies your desires with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagles the psalmist reminds us of the benefits that the benefits of following Jesus are great they far exceed anything that the devil can offer you that this world can offer you so we're going to concentrate on we're going to remember uh, concentrate on them we're going to remember them today Uh, The title of this message is The Benefits of the Believer. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much for all that you've done for us, more than we could uh, ever know. And, Lord, today, help us to remember those things. Help us to remember all that you have planned for us, promised us. And we thank you for it, church. Let's pray. Lord, speak to my heart. Change my life. In Jesus' name, amen would you help me welcome once again everybody watching online would you give it up for them we're so glad and we believe the Lord will minister you and touch you but I can tell you we want you in the house it's not as good we want you here but glad you're able to tune in today so other than these major benefits that he lists uh, there are many others but these are some of the major benefits the words that stick out to me also, though, is, is the, the two words, forget not. I have heard it said by uh, some women that deliver children, that they would say, "You know, when I held that baby in my arms, I forgot all about the pain. Well, when Patty was pregnant with Nick, she prayed for a fast delivery and he decided to enter the world so fast that she didn't have time for an epidural she didn't have time for pain medicine she didn't have time for a Tylenol and as much as she loves Nick and as thankful as she is to be his mom she will tell you she has not forgotten the pain and that's probably one of the contributing reasons that we have one child (laughs) she has not and our enemy works tirelessly to get us to forget the pain that the sin life caused us before Christ and he wants us to forget the great benefits the great blessings that we have now that we are with christ for the christian there's a few things about our past that we don't need to be bound to we're forgiven of but there's a few things about our past that we don't need to forget because the enemy is going to tempt you with returning to your past and he wants you to forget about the benefits of serving the Lord, he will make that trash look good. So there's a few things that you and I don't need to forget about our past. Don't forget the chaos and the confusion. Don't forget the hurt and the hopelessness. Don't forget the brokenness and the bondage. Don't forget the damage and destruction to you and to those you love. Don't forget about that. Yeah, you're forgiven, and and God forgave you from all of that, but don't forget the pain of your past. Don't be condemned. You are forgiven, but don't forget how bad the bad really was. Amen? And if you're a believer and follower of Christ, don't forget how good the good really is. Don't forget. Is it okay if I preach a little bit this morning? Don't forget how good it is with the Lord. Your worst day following Jesus is a whole lot better than your best day following the devil. Amen. You're convinced? I am. Ephesians 2, 12 says this. Remember that at one time, you were separate from Christ, alienated from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers to the covenants of the promised, look, without hope and without God in the world. But now in Christ Jesus, you who once were far away have been brought near through the blood of Christ. Ephesians 5, 1 says, for it is for freedom, that Christ has set you free, stand firm then and do not let yourselves be burdened again with a yoke of slavery. That's exactly what it was, the yoke of slavery, that past life, I hope it's your past life, that past life that you and I lived that looked so good that we thought, man, this is high living until we met christ we realized wow what what trash he gave me what destruction i caused what damage he did in my life now jesus is giving me all good things there's a constant pull of our flesh to go back to the old way of life isn't it a constant pull a a, a tugging for us to return. The Bible says that uh, as a dog returns to his vomit, so a fool to his folly. That go, to go back to what you were delivered from, there's that the enemy would have the nerve to try to sway you that that was good living. The better we understand our benefits of following Jesus, the less the effects of the pull. You're going to try to tell me that that was better than what I have in Jesus? (laughs) You've got some nerve, devil. Is anybody there you, you understand me today? You're going to actually tempt me to do that? And that short, that short pleasure that will cause damage to people that I love, my testimony, my integrity, that all the people that I am witnessing to, you're going to try to give me that little pittance of pitifulness. When I got wealth in Jesus, I have uh, a eternity— Come on, somebody. Ain't that right? And, and he has the nerve. And we need to understand what we have in Jesus. The benefits that we have in him far exceed what the devil can give us. All right, let me calm down a little bit. <laughs> the benefits of following Jesus must be realized. They must be remembered. Remembered they must be received the benefits of following Jesus that's not in your notes they must be realized gotta know them they must be remembered don't let the devil talk you out of them they must be received those are for me I'm a child of God these are my benefits when me and I've shared this before with some of you will know I, I, I don't hold it against Patty because what I gained with her was far exceeded this but when we were engaged Uh, When we were dating, getting pretty serious, I knew she was the one for me. But I had a 73 Stingray, y'all. Stingray. Corvette. I always wanted a Corvette, and got one. And I realized, no, I love this girl more than I love this car. And the problem is I can't afford both of them. So now this is love. Guys, you'll understand me. You'll feel me. This is love. I sold that Corvette Stingray, my dream car. It was a '73. Been so long now, I don't even remember what year model it was. Chrome bumpers. I sold that, and I got a four-door Oldsmobile. Come on, man. Four-door Oldsmobile, old person car. I, that's love. You. you that's love. And um, the reason why I'm sharing that is when I had that Osmo, I had just bought it and uh, had a little bump in. And I hit, hit a person from behind, and it was just very small. But the problem was I had yet added insurance on the Oldsmobile. So now, not only have I lost my Corvette, I got this grandpa car that's costing me money. I paid out of pocket for the person's damage on his car. And I had to buy the parts for this car myself. So it I put a different hood, different fender. My brother helped me do, to do that. It was not painted yet. And so I went from being cool to looking just pitiful in this grandpa car. That's two colored now, just uh, you humbled. But I'm in love. That's okay. I'm in love and it's costing me money out of pocket. and. Um, I married the girl of my dreams. It was all worth, still all worth it, baby. Yeah. Let me make sure this, that, that gets said over and over. And, um, but a f- few years later, I go, uh, because of the job I had, I go to insurance adjuster school where they teach you how to read an insurance policy. That's so complicated. You have to have a week's worth of training to read an insurance policy. And they would give you coverage here, but then they would take it away here. And then they would give you coverage back here, but then they would take it away. Insurance company doesn't want to pay your claim. You know that, don't you? And so I'm learning this, how to read this policy. But what I found out was that my Osmo bill was covered by insurance. That I had up to five days to add that insurance on that car And when it was not on that car, the insurance of my other car would have covered that car. It cost me all of that money, frustration and effort, and it was covered. I had the benefit of the insurance. I didn't realize it, therefore I didn't know it. Now maybe the agent told me at the time I got insurance, now if you get another car you have so many days, but I didn't remember that. they probably don't tell you that and so therefore I did not receive the benefit now look we're fixing to look at five benefits of serving the Lord you're going to realize them today we're gonna we're gonna realize that we're gonna remember them we're not gonna let, let the devil talk us out of them and we're gonna receive them amen let's look at them five major benefits of the believer the first one I won't spend a lot of time on it because you hear us talking about it every Sunday. You hear me mentioning it in uh, Psalms 2 and 3, verse 2 and 3. Praise the Lord, my soul, and forget not all of his benefits. Who forgives all your sins? And I think that's one of the things that the devil really wants to talk us out of. He wants us to forget that he includes the word all all there are still some past sins that he will try to make you feel condemned about and if you let him he will talk you out of that knowing that benefit that's available to you it's all sins the scripture teaches us that there is now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus That means every sin that you committed has been forgiven. And every sin that you will commit, if you ask forgiveness, when you commit them, you will be forgiven, past, present, and future. as as the big sins, that's the little sins. That's the accidental sins, that's the intentional sins. He forgives all when we ask. Isn't that so good? Free forgiveness it's a major benefit it is the 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 greatest benefit to be forgiven but but I still know the sins yeah I I do but I am forgiven because I've received the benefit see I, I claim that benefit I don't have a problem with condemnation because if I'm still guilty of one I'm still guilty of them all so I freely I don't struggle with that I am forgiven anybody else I, I, I believe it. He ain't going to condemn me because I've done too much and he's got too much ammunition. When Jesus said, Hey, I'm going to go ahead and forgive you all. Th- thank you. You don't have to tell me twice. Thank you. I'm forgiven. All our sins are forgiven. That's wonderful. Isaiah 43 25 says, I, even I, am he who blots out your transgressions for my own sake and remembers your sins no more have you ever had somebody that say they forgive you but they keep bringing it up yeah they didn't and he said it for my own sake I'm not only going to forgive you I'm not going to remember it (laughs) isn't that good I'm not going to remember it for my own sake I'm not going to hold it against you Psalms 103 verse 12 as far as the east is from the west so far as he removed our transgressions from us all your sins you got to remember forgiveness forgiveness you're forgiven well I need forgiveness today okay do it before you leave this house don't let the Satan talk you out of that when you've done too much no you have it there's a benefit that you have that you have to receive it you have to remember it don't let him talk you out of it okay and it's good to remember the effects of your past sins, but don't worry about them, you're forgiven. Okay? Another major benefit is healing. Healing. Verse 3 says, Who forgives all your sins and heals, there's that word again, all your diseases. First Peter declares, he declared, he himself bore our sins. In his body on the cross so that we might die to sins and live for righteousness by his wounds you have been healed. Some would argue that, that, that he's talking about uh, those wounds that he received was for our salvation. And we believe that that salvation includes, includes physical healing. How many of you have experienced a physical Healing, would you raise your hand healing all of your diseases every one there is a benefit it's been said that there are 39 categories of diseases and the 39 stripes that Jesus received at crucifixion represent each one by his stripes you are healed now I'm not sure I haven't researched it myself I'm not sure if there's 39 types of diseases are 390 types of diseases, but I do know the price for our healing has been paid for every one of them. Wholeness, complete. Now the preacher in me wants to just mention that and move on, but the teacher in me wants me to take it a little further and address the reasons why some do not receive healing. I understand in this room there's some you've had loved ones that were very godly that did not receive a physical healing so I want to give you five reasons that we may not experience healing even though it's a benefit there are five things that may keep us from receiving healing the first one is this yes sin can keep us from receiving healing unrepentant sin separates us from God and separates us from his benefits so unrepentant sin could keep us from being healed uh, holding unforgiveness in our heart and we know we're supposed to forgive but I can't that could open a door for some sickness in your body there we see examples in the Bible even taking communion in the wrong way for the wrong reasons could bring sickness on you you don't want to do you want to be repentant of every sin okay but that that could be a possible reason another one is a lack of faith Yes, it could be. Now, we make this harder than what it is. The Bible says if you have faith as the grain of a mustard seed, which is the smallest, uh, that you could say to this mountain, be ye removed and cast into the sea. So I think this is very hard, but the Bible does teach us that we shouldn't doubt, that if we doubt, we're not going to receive anything from the Lord. So we have faith and we stay in faith. Well, and, well, if you worry one time, does that mean you're out of faith? Well, if you stay in that vein of worry, yes, you want to stay in faith, okay? There are many times where I've believed God for something in faith, but my mouth spoke against it. And I believe that if I did not repent of that and get back in faith, I would uproot that seed of faith that I planted. So you don't want to do that. Faith does have major consequences when it comes to our healing. We stay in healing, but it's, it's not that hard though. You just believe, if you believe you're saved, you can believe for healing, amen? I'm rushing through this, I know, but that's a big one. Okay, let me get to the third one, timing. Just because you haven't been healed yet, doesn't mean you're not going to be healed. So don't give up on believing I mean, we see time in the Bible, many of the great things from the Lord require you to wait. So you keep believing. Just because it hasn't happened doesn't mean it's not going to happen. Amen? Now let me give you the fourth one. This one needs some clarification. Lack of discipline. Because we want the Lord to do what we don't want to do. Is it okay if we get real i mean i i uh i, I have some blood pressure problems that i never had before it was onset of the disease but i i know i take blood pressure medicine and i know if i stayed away from some of that pork and if i exercise more and ate better it's very possible i could get off the blood pressure medicine but how many understand, it's just easy to take that little blood pressure medicine when the bacon tastes so good. Do you know what I mean? And, and we pray th- for the Lord to do things for us that we ain't even willing to do ourselves. And what I've experienced, that God expects us to do what we can do so he can do what only he can do. I knew that was going to go over like a lead balloon, but that's all right. It's a reason— like lack of discipline. <laughs> I'm not going to meddle no more with that. Number five, this is uh, some explanation here. It's not beneficial. Paul said that he had prayed for the Lord to take away the thorn in his flesh. He called it a messenger of Satan. In another text in the Bible that we see, he has a problem with his eyes believe that was the thorn of the flesh. And the thing the Lord, the, that he said about that, the Lord gave him revelation If you. He said, my grace is sufficient for you, because I'm made strong in your weakness. But look at what, what Paul said. He says, this has been given me to buffet my flesh, to keep me from being conceited. That I will, what, what I, I see him saying is to keep me dependent upon the Lord. You know, there have been people who have been healed and forgot about the Lord. And sometimes God may prevent us from receiving that because it would, once we received it, we would turn and forget about it. And Paul says, this basically... It's better for me to have this because the Lord can be strong in my life. His grace is sufficient for me to walk it out with this. It's so important for us to be, believe it's God's will to heal, and don't don't run to that one, you know, real fast. Believe it's God's will to heal, and we believe it for Him to happen, for it to happen now, that the Lord would heal me now. But we have to leave the results up to him. We have to trust him enough, saying, Lord, I believe there's nothing that should keep me from being healed today, and I'm going to claim that benefit. And I'm going to serve you, Lord, all the days of my life. And I would love to receive my healing now, but if it's when I get to heaven, I'm going to be healed then. But I'm going to believe it now. Does that? Well, brother, you're not staying. In faith? no, no, this, you have to take Scripture, interpret Scripture, so you read the whole text, Amen so that could be a benefit but claim your healing today It's god's will to heal now let me give you another third major benefit he said who redeems your life from the pit does anybody remember the pit that's redemption the third major benefit is redemption the act of regaining possession of something in exchange for payment are clearing the debt. That's redemption. I'm going to read it again. The act of regaining possession of for something in exchange for payment are clearing the debt. That's what Jesus did for us. I had a half-brother that uh, he was just an awesome guy. We were close. and He was a painter. And he would be known when times got tough between paint jobs to visit the pawn shop. And he would pawn his equipment the equipment that he needed to paint, he would pawn, does anybody know about the pawn shop? And uh, you take your stuff there, they'll tell you they'll give you so much, they'll give you the money, but they have possession of your equipment. And it wasn't really wise, he needed the money, but he needed the equipment to make money. But if it's at the pawn shop, you know that you have to go back to get your equipment to pay what they gave you and plus interest so they are lending you money but holding your equipment now in a sense that's what adam did for that first sin the bible says sin entered through adam and in a sense adam put us in a spiritual pawn shop (laughs) this is the way my brain thinks i'm sorry God owned us, but Adam pawned us off in exchange for that little pleasure of sin, resulting in a debt that could not be paid by man. The Bible says for the wages of sin. I feel the Holy Ghost on this ridiculous little illustration. But the wages of sin is death. There was a debt that had to be paid. But Jesus came. And redeemed us he paid the spiritual pawn shop bill to regain us so he could use us isn't that good that's redemption in my mind freedom redemption is freedom from and indebted to we are free from the grip of Satan and the bondage of sin but we are indebted to the one who redeemed us And we offer our bodies to him to be used by him. That's redemption. That's the totality of redemption. Never forget that he redeems your life from the pit. Never forget the pit. Where you came from. And man, how God has set you free from that. Okay, I got to move on. I'm just having a good time with these uh, because I've received them in my life. So thankful for him. He said, who redeems your life from the pit and crowns you with love and compassion. That's the fourth major benefit. It's anointing. Anointing. The crown speaks of authority and power that's resting on you as a child of God. And it's an anointing to live for the Lord. But here he says, uh, the crown, he crowns you with love and compassion you can have great giftings from the lord but if you don't have love for others the bible says it's nothing it's great to have giftings to be used of god It's great to pray for the sick and they get healed it's great to do all of the great things that that giftings god's giftings can do through us for others but the whole motivation is god's love for his people god anoints for the people. God anoints you for the people that he wants you to touch. And it's all motivated by God's love. You cannot have one without the other. In 1 Corinthians, it says if I prophesy, if I give all that I have to the poor, but if I have not love, I gain nothing. And I just want to warn us today That it is getting harder, it seems, to walk in love. Church, we better have the anointing of God's love in our lives when we go out and face this world. There's so much hatred, so much division, uh, animosity, whatever it is, you can put a name to it. But it's all motivated by the enemy. He doesn't want God's people to walk in love. He wants us to have a form of religion but deny the power thereof, which is motivated by God's love. It's the anointing on our life that gives us love for others, and we got to have that love. Don't forget that God has given you his anointing uh, for others, to love others, okay? Let's stay in love me Patty talk about it, I mean, just, during the day, man, just living life, I mean, people don't consider people no more, I mean, people are just mad at the world, and they take it out on you, and she works in the health industry, uh, and uh, in the medical field, and, and sick people are the worst, and we talk about how you gotta stay in love, and it's not your love, it's God's love. But some folks, you got to have a double anointing. You know what I mean? Jesus, come on, let it rain down on me now before I strangle this person. You know what I mean? I'm going to have a good time, all right? (laughs) Let me give you the fifth benefit. Blessings, blessings. Psalms 103, verse 5, he says, Who satisfies your desires with good things, so that your youth is renewed like the eagle. God not only blesses you with what you need, he wants you to have the good things that you desire. Isn't that a good God? His blessings bring you provision and pleasure. But you stand? When I think about the, that benefit, I think about the 23rd Psalms. Let me read it to you. The Lord is my shepherd. I want you to think about the God's goodness in your life when I'm reading this. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. This one says I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. Isn't that so good? Full of life, full of health. He leads me beside quiet waters. If you've got chaos in your life today, the Lord ain't leading you there. There may be a person leading you there. It ain't the Lord. And if it is the Lord for you to walk that path, he's going to give you peace, and it's going to be as quiet waters. It's not going to affect you. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right path for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Like I said earlier, you and me, Jesus. It's you and me. Your rod and your staff, they come for me. Even when he's got to discipline you, it's love. He's doing this for your best. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. <laughs> Isn't that good? Can you get that visual? That you have these people that want to destroy you, kill you. Hurt you, and the Lord says you'll be able to sit down and just be a, enjoy the blessings while they're around. In the presence of your enemies, I'm gonna bless you. I'm gonna let you sit down in peace. Your stomach will not be all up in a knot because of them. You're gonna be able to sit and eat and be blessed. I love that picture. Uh, you anoint my head with oil my cup overflows the anointing does bless me but it flows out to others that's what the lord wants for you and i love the way he closes it out surely goodness and love or mercy one translation says will follow me all the days of my life but be sure to get the last one now and i will dwell in the house of the lord forever see one of the things that we have to know that these benefits Are for full-timers on your job part-timers don't get full-time benefits you can't choose the hours that you work and expect to get the health insurance you got to be full-time and the benefits of the Lord and there are many other many many other major benefits there's spiritual giftings there's fellowship with the creator of the universe The same spirit who raised Christ from the dead dwells in you. There's eternity in heaven. There are so many other benefits I don't have time. But those benefits are for full-timers that I'm signing on, Lord. You're my Lord. See, the Lord takes what, he takes care of what belongs to him. The benefits come when we belong to him. So make sure you fully commit, fully surrender. Then you'll realize these benefits. Realize them. Find them out. Remember them. Don't let the devil talk you out of these. And there's so many others. He'll talk you out of anything you'll give up. Receive them too. I'm going to apply this to my life. Would you bow your head please? Thank you, Lord. Thank you for the many benefits. Thank you you take just a moment and some of the things that you've seen him do in your life would you thank him for it? thank you you forgave me I'm forgiven (laughs) I'm forgiven I'm forgiven thank you for healing me Lord thank you for the benefit of healing you've healed my body I have to tell you this as you're praying I want to interrupt just a moment the last time I went to my neurologist I go see her about every nine months and she looked at me for the first time ever she said God has healed you, and I said, yeah, that's what I believe, God heals every disease. I don't care how long the diagnosis is, if it's one that you can't even pronounce, God's blood takes care of that sickness. Thank Him for healing, Lord, I've seen you heal me, seen you heal my life, healed me emotionally, You've experienced emotional healing. Would you just raise your hand and thank the Lord for that? I was a wreck. They tried to put me through everything. But Lord, you have made me whole, and I thank you for that. Thank you for that benefit of healing. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, let's really thank you for delivering us from the pit. Have you been delivered so long that you forgot how it was? It was a pit. And I was in the middle. You lifted me up from the miry clay. You set my feet on a rock to stay. Thank you, Jesus, for that great, great benefit. (laughs) Ah, I feel that one. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, we do praise you. Thank you for all of your wonderful benefits that you've given us. Thank you, Jesus. Let's make sure we're devoted to him. If you have sin in your life, let's go ahead and ask him to forgive us. I want you to go ahead and make sure that you receive forgiveness for all, all. That one little nagging sin that Satan, he wants you to remember it so he can put it back in your life. It ain't gonna happen. And I don't know who this is for, but this is not in my notes, so I believe it's from the Lord. And there's one little nagging sin, maybe it's a habit, maybe it's a person, Uh, but he's trying to keep that before you so you'll go back to it. You're fixing to get forgiveness for that, and you're going to close the door on him, and um, you will be completely free. Come on, let's pray at church together. Heavenly Father, thank you for loving me so much that you gave your son, Jesus, to die on the cross for my sins. I'm a sinner. I need a Savior. Would you forgive me for all my sins? Would you come into my heart? Would you change my life? And I'm going to do my best to live for you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Jesus. If you need healing in your body, this is the way we're going to close. I'll say the blessing in a moment. But if you need healing in your body. I mean, your disease, your sickness is so long, you don't even know how to spell it. Whatever it is, or it could be, hey, I just, this was generational. It was passed down. Don't don't believe that. I'm thankful that the blood of Jesus breaks all curses of generational sins. So it doesn't matter about that if the benefit is for you. and You need healing in your body. Would you raise your hand? And when you raise it, I want, you're acknowledging it right now. Yeah, I need it. I, I need this benefit. I want you to raise the other hand in faith, okay? Only in faith. I believe it. Like you're giving it to the Lord. Here it is. Here it is. I give you this. I give you this. And I receive that benefit. Just tell him, Lord, I receive the benefit of healing in Jesus' name. By his stripes, I am healed. Come on, let's do it one more time. Lord, I receive the benefit of healing in Jesus' name. By his stripes, I am healed. Let's say it one more all together a little louder. Lord, I receive the benefit of healing in Jesus' name. By his stripes, I am healed. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Diabetes be healed in Jesus' name. You be healed. Blood disease, you're healed in Jesus' name. You're paid for. You're paid for already. Back problems, cancer, tumors, you're healed in Jesus' name. Not by man, but by Jesus. It's the benefit you gave us, and I thank you for it, Lord God. It's all your glory. We're believing it, and we thank you. Any disease, I mean, who's got the disease that's so long you can't pronounce it? Wave your hand. I want to know that person. You know it's the long one. Would you raise your hand up high if that's you? I mean, you can't even spell it out. In Jesus' name, you are healed in Jesus' name. He told me, I I mean, myasthenia gravis is what I was um, diagnosed with I, I mean, you can't hardly spell that and the Lord heals he has healed my body and I thank him for it in Jesus name thank you Lord alright I want to bless you before you leave this house don't forget if you would sign up before you leave we want your name and phone number so there will be a leader over each project that will call you for some there may be some um, tools like for some of the building things that if guys if you could do that ladies if you could do that patty's got a pink tool set and uh bring your tools and um it's gonna be a great great day please don't you just use this as a sunday to say well i don't have to go to church today come and be a blessing and you will be blessed okay and don't forget get you a turkey uh i think somebody told me kroger had them for 98 cents it's 97 that's better and uh grab a turkey if you would grab an extra one freeze it so we can i'll give you more information next sunday on when to take that or or bring it here i'll let you know of that but let's have enough it would be great to have about 20 turkeys that we can go i asked miss sharon to give me the list of people that are the most needy she has like many many people through this ministry that we're doing the food drive for these are good elderly people in jackson that just lack, they don't have. And I ask you, if we could come up with about 20 turkeys, can you can you get me the most, the most needy? She said, that will be easy to do. And that day, hopefully we'll have enough people to sign up where we'll take off in about four or five different directions and and you will love these people. How many of you have done this before? Some of us have done it before, haven't we? And yeah, that's right. Just beautiful people and so thankful. And we'll go there and, and deliver them, they, of course it won't be for Thanksgiving it'll be for their Christmas dinner, but they'll have be able to have their family over and, and be able to cook Christmas dinner, uh huh yeah Right. that's right that's right All the bad people are still asleep. They they were out the night before. (laughs) It'll be early in the morning. That's right. God protects us. Amen. That's right. So check out those lists back there. Let me bless you before you leave. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. Have a great Sunday.